0: So I have a question. Why are these episodes getting so short?
1: Um well, I mean let's let's put it let's take it in this positive direction. We always say, why do they have to stick to the, you know, the time? It's streaming, they can do whatever they want and you know, it may, they don't need right. any more time, I guess, which I'm happy with because honestly, the last two episodes have been my least favorite of the season. So Make them as short as you want.
0: It, it it feels to me like when you're in the office and it's you need to leave by five o'clock, and it's four fifteen, four thirty ish, and you think to yourself, "If I start something right now, I won't be able to get it done by five o'clock, and it'll just take me, you know, another hour and a half, and I could end up staying late." So it almost kind of feels like with these episodes last week and this week that if they added one more thing, they wouldn't have been able to get it all in under an hour. So I felt like they kind of dialed
1: it back a little. They certainly, though, added in a lot in this episode. Yes. Yes. They packed a lot into the 38 minutes or whatever it was.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's no question that a lot went on. I, I don't disagree with that one bit I just think that and maybe it's just because I love my Star Trek and I wish it would just go longer I because like remember when our shows were actually practically an hour long like if you go back and watch the original series they were hour-long shows they're like 54 minutes long right I mean less commercials back then but there were yeah I mean you only had commercials ran shorter at the time But I just hate how we're seeing.
1: In the 45 minute range.
0: Yeah, I hate how we're seeing hour long dramas getting chipped down into like 30 ish, 30 minutes, 38 minutes.
1: Well, yeah. But, you know, I mean, sometimes they go longer.
0: That's true. That's true. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. I, I, I think it's just odd to me that in the streaming world they still kind of treat it like it's still broken up like a net, like a, like a network show it is odd. i find that very i just find that very strange it is odd. and i don't know if that's by design is it because this is being done by a television network who's now who now owns a streaming pl- streaming platform so it's just sort of the mindset i don't know um these are very nitpicky things i just yeah
1: it seems that the most, the recent popular show that's been the most willing to just throw the time limits out the window has was Game of Thrones. Yeah. And yeah. even though it's HBO and they can do whatever they want, most HBO shows are pretty typical in that, like, the one-hour format. But some Game of Thrones episodes would be an hour and a half. Some would right. be 45 minutes. Some would be almost two hours.
0: We talked about this during the second season of Discovery because we had noticed some very inconsistent durations. And I had always said, I think it's just because they would air these on TV eventually, and they sort of did. But you but that, but you also have episodes like you had Such Sweet Sorrow Part 2, which was like an actual hour long. Same with the finale of Discovery this recent season, where it was like an hour and one minute. So, Which meant yeah. that if you were going to air this on TV, you'd have to trim it down significantly. So... With Pic- in Picard, in this case, it's like you need more commercials. But I just, you know, 48 minutes, 50 minutes, 53 minutes. That's, that's all I'm saying. This one I was understand. 38 minutes.
1: I understand. First so, of mistake. course, you're talking about episode six, two of one, directed by Jonathan Frakes, written by Cindy Appel and Jane Maggs um cindy Appel wrote last week's and jane Mag's uh wrote the week before last along with some other people so
0: oh, and I, what was the name of last week's
1: fly me to the moon i just you, <laughs> you, you, you literally you literally got up. me scared.
0: You, i i honestly I thought up. fuck did i mess up are we are we a week yeah. Behind? yeah
1: i found it so confident yeah um so that's where we are. Jonathan Frakes directing, of course. He's restrained his camera movements since his early days on Discovery. Yeah, the, and I don't watch any of the other the
0: winding, shows. The winding 360 that he likes to do.
1: No reason. Just spin no his reason. Yeah. in the camera around the character just because he can.
0: Yeah. That's
1: what happens yeah. when you get that kind of Hollywood clout. Yeah. You want the camera to fly in 360, it flies 360. You get what you want.
0: I'm sure he's grown as a director quite a bit since he directed first contact in the next generation days, but sometimes you just want to go back to, yeah, the simple camera movements.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and once again, we've got alumnus, the writers are alumnus alumni of MacGyver, the new MacGyver. Mm. And desperate. Housewives. Yeah. For whatever that's worth. So I th- I predict this is going to be a short episode
0: for us, too. Yeah, the shorter Drop. the Picard episodes get, the shorter our episodes get. That makes sense. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? I So I like it. I, I do. I think that it's but the we're going into some interesting places, of course. Now, I think something we predicted came true, it seemed like. Which is because I just want to talk about this first because I we were talking about this in the past. I think the Girardi situation. We we were predicting that she was going to become a complication, and I think just given the way the episode came to a close, I think that obviously is now going to be the case. Um, oh yeah. Oh
1: yeah. She's going I mean, to be the
0: one health. that's going to get them back, in my opinion, because the Borg Queen is, I mean, essentially a part of her.
1: But yeah. And the Borg Queen so far has actually helped when she's taken over so far.
0: Right. It's interesting, right? Because it's the Borg Queen. So it's an iconic villain. So we're just, we are conditioned to finding her to be dangerous and a threat. And yet she hasn't really been much of one. And every time she sort of exercises this power that she has, it's never really been malevolent.
1: Right. And she needs what they, they essentially their goals aligned until now. I don't know if right. they still do. Right. So that's been helpful. Yeah. But now she's sort of no one knows that she's in Girardi, no. So that that's what, complicates things as far as
0: everybody else knows I mean she was blown away by that shotgun last week so nobody knows that she's around um I'm a little disappointed that we have to because I like Girardi but I think I'm a little disappointed that we that we're kind of doing the same thing with her that we did last season me too that's I wish we could have had something different but yeah I mean am I to infer that really at the end of the day it won't matter because maybe the timeline will get reset and it's as if nothing ever happened but i I don't like how they seem to sometimes on these shows take these actors and actresses who have a specific way of acting a specific type of character that they've played in the past and only put them in that range they, they, it seems like they have a limited range in some ways, and they I and mean, Allison Pill is a great actress, but I I wish she had just we've seen this from her before, and even other things that she's done outside of Picard, and I just wish they would give her more something else to do other than just being the the weird psychopath.
1: Yeah, I I, I thought she was quite funny at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I would rather see her used in that way. Yeah, um, it's also just kind of a bummer. Um. yeah so we've only got to see the well one thing is that after this season I mean they've got to start to question her judgment right I mean in two the, seasons of you know two big deals where she makes the totally wrong choice Yeah.
0: I mean remains to be seen how it's all going to play out of course right but at the moment we're still in the same place with her and I think it was even I think even the same point in the season that we were last season, where she is inhibited by something, beyond her control, and she's got to struggle to hide it. So, as of this recording, as we say this now, that's where we are. It, I, hopefully, it plays out a little bit differently as time goes on. But, good. You know, I can. I can only. I can only cling on to that hope.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Right. I, we use that term on purpose.
1: Yeah. I was hoping yeah, I would get
0: at least a grin for that, but okay.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so shall we, how do you want to approach this? Do we want to go what we liked, what we didn't like?
0: What I, yeah. So, there were some great things about it. There were some things I really liked, but I think, you know, we were talking about the duration. I didn't really like the duration, but that's just more of a, more of a that's more of a general criticism but I really did enjoy the scene between Picard Jean-Luc Picard and Rene Picard actually putting them face to face and then having that conversation it had all of the feelings of when a Star Trek character meets their past a relative from their past and they're always like oh I feel like I know you and so I liked that that had a very Star Trekian feel to it when it uh, when I saw the two of them talking with each other kind of reminded me of the two Spocks meeting in the Abrams Star Trek film. The first mm. one. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. I had that on my list of good things. Yeah. Um, and I also think that Patrick Stewart always sells those kind of moments, just always. those one-on-one scenes. Yeah. I'm reminded of the next gen episode where the whole scene is him in the shuttle with someone that he didn't like. Right. Right. Um, and that whole episode is just on the strength of Patrick Stewart's ability to act with just one other person to make it compelling.
0: Yeah,
1: And I thought that this had that. And I really like the line, fear is fear. It doesn't speak in riddles. It means you understand the risk. That was a very good counter to her trying to read into her fear. Um, And it was also very interesting, too, that I like how they had Renee say, you know, you should hang out in the cockpit and just keep everyone calm. And it's like, oh, that sort of is what his role is as the captain through all Uh, these years. Just his steady... presence has has done that
0: i like when he says fear means that you're smart these these are these are things that i feel like he would have said to i kind of felt like these are things that he would have said to data right because Hmm, when he got his emotions yeah because when you think about data had his emotion chip on the series It, it was approached a few times and then again in generations but then he like permanently got it in generations but then by the time you got to first contact he had sort of adapted to having them already but I thought to myself somewhere in there is some is some story of data trying to adapt to having these emotions and I feel like what Picard was saying John luc Picard was saying to Rene Picard with at least with regards to fear I could have seen him saying those things to data who was just really trying to now live with these emotions and how does he How does he coexist with these emotions, particularly fear? I mean, Data was able to switch them off at a moment's notice as he did in first contact, but Renee obviously cannot do that.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's a true Jean-Luc Picard moment. Yes. So that's something positive. I'll I'll say something that I did not like. I'm real confused about the Sung story even being here.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about this. I'm not really... So I was thinking about this, watching it for, like, the third time. Um, but go ahead, and then I'll... So my, two- but so I'll my is,
1: it, First off, we've got a classic kind of story that I feel like I've seen a million times before, which is mm. um, trying to save a loved one, and someone has a way to do it, and so then you are, you are blackmailed yeah. by the sense. So I think of that, which seems a little t- they play
0: into your They play into your emotions, yeah,
1: and you just go right for it. Yeah. 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 And then I see that Q has sought out Sung. Yep. But um, as I put in my notes, um, motor vehicle homicide is not something that a genetics expert would be particularly skilled at. So it seems very strange that you get a genetics expert yeah. and then he just tries to run, o- run the person over so they don't go to space.
0: Hey, you think, oh, oh, just maybe slip something in their drink or something like that?
1: I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's just something other than this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess it's just because he's not. he, he just took this on right. without a real plan just because he was desperate and maybe it was just that he was the only person that Q knew he could blackmail um But another sort of tired thing is the daughter being not a daughter, but an early Android experiment that right. she doesn't know.
0: I think, so I do have some confusion, but I think not to the level that you do. I think the confusion that I have is, as far as Sung is concerned, he has no idea who this Jean-Luc Picard fellow is. He's just somebody who who Q wants him... Well, him and her. He has no connection to them whatsoever, right? They're just somebody, they're just two people to get out of the way for him. So he can get a cure for his daughter. Where the confusion comes in for me is um, sort of how impassioned Soong is like like the seething hatred he has for them, when he doesn't even, you know, I guess you could say it plays into how much he loves his daughter, or his daughter, in quotes, but the sort of... To me, the performance comes off like he has a grudge, a personal grudge against them, rather than a passionate need to help his daughter. Do you know what I mean? Like, it feels like he hates them and just wants to eliminate them. That, to yeah. me, that comes off as what's more important to him than actually... am I, I mean, am I explaining this correctly? Do you know what I
1: mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that perhaps um, Brent Spiner is playing up the kind of villain performance yeah. a little too much when he right. you know, could have played it as more someone that's more torn about what they have to do or reluctant. Yeah,
0: or, yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't feel... There's no reluctance at all. And I, I think, again, he just plays it like he knows Picard. He has a history with Picard. He hates him. Here's a chance to now... Eliminate him when he doesn't even know who he is, only from what this stranger named Q has told him.
1: Yeah. And it's not even about eliminating Picard. It's about eliminating, well, Renee Picard. Right. Well, and, well, then said, and then he said, but it was interesting because then he said, Oh, I, I didn't even get her when he's talking to his daughter. I forget well, her name. Right.
0: And I, and, and I, I didn't was, even get her, but I got
1: him collateral damage or something.
0: Right. And I was a little confused because. I thought to myself, well, who is he getting rid of? Because who is he supposed to get rid of? Both He's of them. Or or well, because.
1: Or prevent what, her from going on the threw,
0: What threw me is the, like, okay, so why is he talking to Jean luc Picard at all? Right. Like, he approached him at the party. Like, why is he even talking oh. to him in the first place? So I was like, who could, is he supposed oh, to be getting rid of?
1: It seemed like if he could get Picard away from Renee, then Renee would, then Q's plan would work. Right. But, here's another part. So Q can't snap his fingers and make things happen.
0: Right, so he's turning to this method, yeah.
1: yeah. But, if all they're trying to do is, like, Nancy Kerrigan her, I think Q can, like, I think Q can Nancy Kerrigan her. (laughs) You know? He can move around, he can walk around like a... Right. So, I don't see why he needs anyone else when all he's trying to do is, like, hurt her, or... Well, that's the thing. Like,
0: I'm a little... I'm a little... I'm a little taken aback because Q, I can't think of a time where Q specifically wanted somebody killed. People have been killed as a result of his snapping his fingers and messing around. But I kind of feel like Q is not treating this like a game.
1: And I guess they sort of make that. I don't known. know if he's
0: supposed to be, but it doesn't feel like he's just one of Q's. Tr- it's up, you know. Well,
1: I think it doesn't made feel that like it's Q up episode. to his old
0: tricks again, right? Yeah,
1: they made that very clear in the first episode that it's yeah.
0: not. Yeah, this the, is not cast. and we had it is. we had agreed at the beginning of the season that Q is sort of back to his old sinister ways, rather than being the you know the more comedic he's not he's not he's less embracing of the comedic side as he was in later episodes from the, of I the say,
1: it's not going to be a mariachi band
0: no I exactly
1: but no I, I i
0: i was mildly confused at that because q was talking to picard at the at the party and then john luc picard and it seemed to me like that was the that like he was the what do you say he was the obstacle that had to be eliminated and then he tried to run her over but he but Jean-Luc got in the way and he got hit so I thought to myself well who is he supposed to what who's the obstacle I'm like who's the obstacle here
1: I'm pretty sure that what he was told was keep Jean-Luc Picard away from Rene Picard and then my plan will work and then once he realized he couldn't do that and he knew the plan was to keep her from going to space he probably thought well I'll just run her over and then she can't go to space yeah
0: because after he walked away from Jean-Luc Picard he made that generous donation and now he was on the board the Europa mission, I thought to myself, Oh, so now is he going to say Just well, keep he, her off the mission? off the mission, right? Like is that what it's going <laughs> yeah, to be Yeah, that would be? have made a lot more sense. Right. But but yeah. but again, at that point it seemed like everything was going according to planned. So but then he ran he then he attempted to run her over. Because he saw that. I think he saw that Picard had gotten to her. Did he see? Okay, I just wanted to make the, I, that's, that's that's what, what I, I wanted assume. to be sure that I was clear
1: on. I gotta assume.
0: Right, but at the same time, if he has the power to get her off the mission, what does he care if she? If
1: well, he maybe he doesn't. Her. Maybe he has the power to keep somebody out of the party, but not enough to keep like a scientific decision, you right.
0: know? Now, I, I don't know if that's why he's, if that's what he's going to try to do, but he, if he's on the board, but if he's on the board and can get off the mission. I think he just got on the board
1: to get Picard out of the party. What the fuck does it? <laughs> is that the only reason? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um. So we talked a lot about. So we
0: spent millions of dollars to just to get him escorted out of the party. Well, you that would have That would
1: have made Q happy, and then he would have got the the antidote or whatever the. Fix well, I mean, I don't it.
0: know what the donation was, but I just say it was a generous donation. But okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. all right. I mean, that's quite a leap just to get somebody removed from a from a gala. But okay.
1: Yeah. But here's the thing we talk a lot about in this in the Discovery podcast, about and even lower decks, right? Keep it simple, stupid, right? And right, I feel like this is just adding layer upon layer and story upon story that I don't think is adding much.
0: No, to the story. I agree because I this is what I was going to say about the soon thing. This is the comment I was going to make because I wanted to hear what you said first. I now. I love that Brent Spiner is there, and I like that we're seeing another Soong, and it's consistent with the Soong that we see on Enterprise, somebody who's messing with genetics. I think that's great. But at the end of the day, I'm saying to myself, why why, why is he here? Why? Like, what is he? Because Q was playing her psychologist, psychiatrist, I don't know which one it was, therapist, trying to convince her to not go so i'm and isn't that like all he had that seems to me like all he had to do right i mean because i was saying oh, yeah, to myself, i don't
1: see any connection between his other than oh look it's a song it's not fun
0: right I like i was thinking to myself like reason. well i and and if you need to use somebody like that to eliminate an obstacle okay, f- that's fine. I think I was questioning the choice of who that per like I was questioning why this specific person was chosen for this task. Like why was it Sung, and what does this whole genetic thing have to do with anything? Like it seems very ancillary to just stopping her from getting on a mission. So what does this, what's this all have to do with it all over here? What does this genetics have to, over here have to do with anything that's going on over there? Nothing. So, well, we don't know. I mean, because it ends on the really extreme mystery.
1: Right. So she finds out that she's not a human, which right. I'm, I'm kind of thinking like, you didn't already realize this. <laughs> well, Dude, it wasn't that to,
0: it's well, it's like the it's it's like uh last season when Soji finds yeah, out so she's once
1: again we have another actress put into the same role. Just like Gerardi. Right. Now we have Briana is put into the. Oh, God. Uh, I'm, just,
0: I'm
1: just thinking the exact of something. Same role.
0: I'm just thinking of something. You know what it's like because even though uh, it's different it's time travel. So for the viewers, on Friday we went to go see Everything, Everywhere, cool. All at
1: Once. Yes, fantastic film.
0: And it's almost like we're dealing with a multiverse of Picard, where like no matter what time period you're in, a version of this is still is is still happening somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it seems like that. And it doesn't matter that it's the past either. And, and, you know, alternate. I know.
0: Rather than being a multiverse, it's a different time period, but. And a multiverse because it's a different timeline in a way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, So I just, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't love it. Uh, I don't love it. Now, it's not clear to me yet.
0: It's not clear to me yet as a thing.
1: Right. No, maybe it's all going to tie together and it's going to be beautiful and that would be nice. As I said to you,
0: like when they were introduced two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I said, We're moving into the next part of the storyline here, but what is it? I have no idea. Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead.
1: That's all right. I sort of feel like when we met Soji at the first episode for a minute, and I feel like that could have been it. That would have been fine. You don't need to put Soji in it just because she's been in it especially when right. she's being two-born. well see that's
0: the other thing I, that's what I was asking myself I said are we just getting this because we need to have the cast the entire cast in here some additional characters in here someplace like where's Elnor we're, we're getting we're getting Elnor's appearing randomly but it's just it's um mm-hmm. uh Rafi seeing things but I'm just thinking is that it is there more to it but Elnor has more or less been sidelined totally so, okay. but, and that's my question, like, are we, are we introducing, are we reintroducing Brent Spiner and, um, Isis, Isis, I forget her last name,
1: Briones, Briones, Br-
0: um, simply because we need to have, they also need to be included in the story in some form. Is that the only reason why they're there? Or, I mean, you so know far, I mean? yeah.
1: it seems that way. I-, I hope not. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So one thing we talked about, it seems like it might come true. We talked about how the doctor mm-hmm. could be, as usually happens in Trek, you have one person from the past that they come yeah. clean with.
0: I was questioning and it that, that last week. Like
1: she, yeah, sort of seems like she might become that person, given that yeah. now she's helping them out. Right. You know, very much reminds me of the, um, the whale scientist in yep. Star Trek
0: IV. I said to you, I said, who is that person? From this century, who's going to help them? And then, maybe, like you know, is Rios and hers goodbye just going to be him beaming away, and she's like, oh my god, you know, like something like that? Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or is he going to take her on a date? Like, yeah. Uh, didn't didn't um Kirk take the whale lady on a date? Yeah, they went out for pe- beer and pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah they are went go out for beer and pizza.
0: But Hopefully. at the end of the day, I mean, her and then Rain Robinson from *Voyage's Future End*, played by Sarah Silverman, they were all revealed. To be um, Edith Keeler or not, but they were all revealed to them to say we're from the future, and you know their technology was put on full display. So mm-hmm. I hope that this Doctor gets exposed to that because I think that would that would be that would be in the great tradition of like the Star Trek time travel storylines.
1: Yeah, and then the really fun part would be they could do this best of all the Star Treks, which is also a cliche thing, but right. if them being there and revealing the tech to the doctor is actually what put humanity on the course toward right. a positive yes. future. Yes. That would be, that would be excellent. Yeah. That would be fun. I love those. Those are funny. Uh, they're fun. They're light.
0: Uh, where's know, our, um? Okay. where's our like transparent aluminum reference? Like surely by now, almost 40 years after 1986, transparent aluminum has to be, in regular use the one who scotty gave the formula to in the voyage home right where's that
1: that we didn't we haven't seen any of that fish out of water stuff in a while
0: well because this is this whole storyline is one big voyage home easter egg so i'm still waiting for my transparent aluminum to be mentioned by somebody of the time period so
1: yep and for somebody to try to talk to a mouse yes if you're gonna do the guy on the bus you gotta have somebody try to talk into a mouse
0: i know i know yeah um, um
1: but so I like the, she's it.
0: heading in that direction and I like that.
1: Yes, and I like the character, and the actress is good, and even their little scene together was good. So yeah. kudos. And she's quite a uh has quite a resume from the actress, can,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, I think Mexican soap operas and mm-hmm. all kinds of things. Um I like So her. Picard's unconscious. And I guess The watcher has like a sonic screwdriver is the best way for me to say it. Like from uh, doctor who? Yes. Because all of a sudden the doctor's talking about he's unconscious, but it's not physical. He's in his mind. He's in his unconscious. And he has a, there's a thought, a memory. Wait, what did she say? I have to find the thought that he's fixated on. I can go inside and get it. And I'm just thinking like, why, where did all this come from? Right. This is all very sudden. This is why he won't wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the blue. Right. And this makes me dread next week's because I think we're going to get a deep dive into Picard's mother. And we're going to, it'll feel like time is wasted. I, yeah, I'm just not, not into it, personally. Yeah.
0: So... Yeah. I mean, I, I put it this way. I hope you're wrong. But I have more, but I also have more confidence in this writing team. I think yeah. we're just at a very odd part of the story right now. And we've got four left. And I'm just I'm very I'm just uncertain about where we are right now is the thing. So it's not that I feel like we don't have enough time left. I'm just thinking this has evolved to a weird place it's going in a weird in a weird place.
1: Yeah. yeah. My my confidence is being eroded.
0: <laughs> it's being tested.
1: Yes. And honestly, it's like how can we say we have confidence in this writing team when it's not really the same writing team as last season? I think, you it's know, one person is part the same, and that's Akiva Goldman.
0: You know what it is? I think it's the way I see it right now is I'm seeing needless, it's needless complications. There are needless complications going on here. That I'm like, why is, you know, why, why is this now, why, why are we having this problem?
1: Yeah, we, we had plenty. To work with, with the right. Borg Queen and just getting back. And I think a lot of this goes to, and here, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Um, maybe not everything has to be a season-long story arc, you know? Oh,
0: God, dude, I've been saying that forever. I
1: know. <laughs> you know? But it's just, it's. I think what I'm realizing is that season-long story arcs are really hard to do well.
0: They are hard but, to do well.
1: But the pressures, everyone seems to think that, the, you know, all shows seem to think that they have to do them if they're of a certain caliber. Oh, they I, want think, to be-
0: I think okay. the, the issue I run into with season-long story arcs is your entire season is only as good as its conclusion. If it's not wrapped up well, then it hurts the nine episodes before it. And, you, yeah. and you're wanting to go back and watch it.
1: Right. And you know what? I'm thinking of this season of Discovery, where if you had asked us four or five episodes in, we would have been singing the praises. And then by the end, we were real, real turned off. Right. And it almost erases how good we thought that those first, you know, quarter of the season. I think,
0: like, I think what Picard could do is 10 episodes, right? You know, why can't you do five episodes of one thing and then five more episodes of another thing? I don't know. Or something, right? Like, I'm yeah, I'm I'm so I'm exhausted by season long stories. I mean, and this goes back to Lost. I mean, that's a whole series long story arc, right? But it it was so extreme and that it was like it was like the first time I wa- ever saw one like that and it was really the last time I wanted I wanted to see something like that cuz I was just so I was exhausted by the end of it. And
1: Right, and just because Lost did it well doesn't mean everybody
0: has to try. Well, I mean, it's questionable you, It's questionable whether they did it well. I mean, at least for a little while they did, but I... The sense that I get is a lot of these shows, and this is not just specific to Star Trek, but I feel like because we're in this now time period of streaming and binge-watching, I feel like shows are written to be binged, and I don't like that. Despite Trek only getting released one episode per week, which I do like, because I hate binging. I do not, I do not like binging one bit. And I don't like it when a show is written to be binged by the the audience. And that's what I feel like these shows are doing. Because the most common criticism I've heard of, I'm just going to say this and then I'll be quiet about it, that I've seen on discovery about the Trek PBS, as I said, everyone seems to feel like, I feel like this season plays better if you just binge it. And I'm like, I, I don't, if that's the case, I don't agree with that. that that's a but very look, bad think, way of approaching a story of writing a story. In what my that would
1: imply is that? Yeah. I think what that means is like, you don't think too hard about it. It's just, right. because it doesn't matter. You don't have to ponder it because you're just, you're onto the next thing. Right. That's, and that, that's a bad sign.
0: That's my... why... That, see, and you're, you're hitting the exact reason why I don't enjoy binging. Because I forget things. I, I forget everything. I so, forget so everything with... so easily. I liked... I like watching it week to week and then speculating and theorizing and finding but connections, right?
1: I think, well, I, well, I'll just say one more thing. But I think that that's one of the main reasons why we get so frustrated with Discovery is you can't theorize because it's all... Uh, it's not that kind of show. Well,
0: there's not enough meat on that bone, and they don't reveal something for, to you until the very until the last minute.
1: Yes, yes, yes. They so drag means. you
0: along, and then they then they finally then in the last minute of the show, you're like, now now we're moving into the next week. So and it comes out of nowhere. There's more right. no clues planted. It has nothing it to do cool. with what you saw for the previous yes, forty eight yeah. minutes, right? Yeah, well, yeah all yeah, your
1: speculation yeah. was for naught. Right, and
0: but, but right, so it's not that I'm not, I don't like this episode. I'm just, I'm, I'm ending it with, like, I just end it with weird questions. Like, and it's not even that it's intriguing. I'm just sort of like, where are we going right now? Where are you taking me on this, on this storyline? I I don't, I don't know what, what, what is up your sleeve right now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so really, I mean, you know, now we're just left to, Wait I don't I don't think there's any amount of speculating we can do. I think we're in the same boat like we were discussing. Right. I don't think there's any speculation to be done. I don't think there's any you know what it feels like he leaves. You know
0: what it feels like it feels like a, it, I'll try to articulate this as best I can. it feels like it feels like if you have this sentence written down this long sentence then you have like a break in the sentence with a comma with an additional statement, then a comma and then the sentence continues. Oh, yeah. well, listen re- right. but it's a sentence that can still function even if you remove that middle piece of it. And it's still a Fine. sentence.
1: That's how commas work. Yeah, Causes.
0: Thank, I, thank you. I couldn't think of the right way you, you put it. All that. right. I feel like we're in that middle part of the sentence with between the two. Com- I feel like we're between two commas right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like we're gonna go back to the main pu- f- main thrust of the sentence, right. but we're not there right now. And yeah, but here's the yeah. thing: if you add things between the commas, we can keep using the sentence metaphor. If we add, right. if you add things between the. Commas that don't add to the main part of the sentence, then don't add things between the commas. That's what right. I would tell students that we're writing. Because if it doesn't add to the sentence in a, in a substantive way, right. then don't do it.
0: Because the reason behind it is if you were to remove that middle statement from the sentence, the sentence still makes sense. That's it, just yeah, sort of like additional information that you can either take it or leave it. Yes. But, right.
1: but, but you say put the it there for, for a reason. Yeah, yeah better, be, better be doing something. <laughs> worthwhile.
0: Right, but that's what I feel like, you know, I, look, I'm not very, I I fully admit I'm terrible at making comparisons and similes and metaphors and no, all that stuff but I feel it. very good about that one. I feel like we're in, I feel like we're between two commas right now. Yes. Yeah.
1: And we're waiting for the sentence to get the main part of the sentence. Right. Come back and it's right. just not.
0: And I may and be wrong. I mean, this I may very well.
1: It's comma that's, that this clause is going to add anything good to the sentence.
0: We're in a clause right now. Right, that's 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 what I should be saying. We're in a clause right now of a sentence. Yeah,
1: we're in a clause. We're in a clause. At well, least so it feels we, like we are. In the, um, the object, the verb.
0: What did you? Something okay. Something of this. There was something about this episode that really bothered me, and it was very. It's so un, It's so like not even important.
1: Okay. So,
0: um, Girardi bursting into Pat Benatar. Oh, yeah. Unannounced. Great. What I could not get past was the dude running the spotlight.
1: How did B&E? he know? <laughs> I think the Borg Queen tapped into his cell phone. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, that, you know what? And look, this
0: is one of those things. That, right, it's just TV. Who the, In the band. Is. But dude, things band. like that, like they just knew.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In the band. The whole band <laughs> right. started playing the song, too. What I mean, and then I thought thought maybe it's not the band, maybe the Borg Queen tapped into like the DJ system and and was playing like an instrumental. You
0: could start, you you could totally start your way out of that sentence, but I, I, I I mean, interesting. Um, okay,
1: yeah, it was interesting choice for music, (laughs) yeah. And I guess you know, the the Borg Queen could have just found that song, right from someone's Spotify.
0: But the, even with the Borg queen being at this gala gathering made me realize something that I didn't realize I needed in my life, which was the Borg queen at a black tie event being a snarky bitch, (laughs) which I really, which I really enjoyed.
1: It was pretty good. And I was watching it and Julia came in and said like, why does the Borg queen have so much personality? Borg don't have personality. And I kind of realized like, Oh, this is the, uh this is the first contact version of the Borg Queen. Right.
0: Well, I mean, what I, I, I do like it, though. I mean, she's, I think she plays the Borg Queen very well, to be honest with you. And I like that she's being, you know, while she's a supervillain in the franchise, she's also a snocky bitch. You know, she's not, she may be all powerful and, but she's also a snocky bitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the remaining cast, I thought, didn't really have much to do this week. I mean, Raffi was kind of sidelined, as was uh, Rios. Um, it really just kind of focused on Picard and, and Girardi, and, Girardi and, and, and the Watcher and the Watcher. And- so,
1: yeah. I,
0: I just, yeah, I feel, like, very much in a holding pattern right now. Like, I, there's more that I want to say, but I feel like, or criticize, but I kind of feel like I need to withhold it for the moment to see where this goes. Because things are definitely being set up.
1: Yeah, I, I think... But I
0: can't really comment on it because I don't know where where I'm being taken.
1: Yeah, I think there's Yeah. There's no need to, yeah, criticize more. I could, but there's no need to. Right. And, uh, yeah, we're going somewhere. And we're just going to go along for the ride, as it were.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get off. But... Yeah. I, yeah, I, The thing was, I had flashes in this episode. Flashes of how I was feeling about season four were saying, okay, can we can we move this along and get to the next part of this right I, I not as extreme but I was like I was anxious I'm anxious to get to the next to the next part of all of this and start getting some answers
1: yeah I think another problem and I'll say this is that I think it's falling into the the late discovery trap of mm-hmm. instead of giving us an episode with a beginning a middle and an end we're getting uh, just a little chunk that moves it a tiny bit. Where right. at the beginning yeah. of the season, yeah, yeah. we were getting stories that had a beginning, middle, and an end, and they moved the plot. That's what we were so impressed by, and we right. totally. Lost. We've the gotten have just been.
0: We've gotten two, in insane. a row. Where, we've gotten two in a row where they've just sort of been inching along. Yes, they've inched us along, but, um, I mean, like, don't you kind of feel like? Last week and this week could have just been one episode. I mean, a slightly longer one, albeit. Yeah, yeah. Not, oh, yeah, not, totally. not told in the 60-minute time frame or 40, you know, 50-minute time frame or whatnot. But if you had gone, like, the way Discovery would do with their finales and go, like, an actual hour long, maybe a little bit longer, I kind of feel like... Maybe, I don't know. I just... I don't know. I, I feel like maybe you could have done that.
1: Yeah, I um. I agree. I agree. Um. Yeah. I,
0: I, the, I, I'm just not really a huge fan of once you sort of hit the halfway mark of your season, begin introducing all new things. Because now, on top of what we've already been introduced to, because now when you get to the end of it, you've got this like massive bullet points, Bul- you have all these bullet points of things you have to, you know, tie together. And I just, I, it becomes a huge balancing act. And I worry about being able to balance that and conclude everything in a satisfactory way. So I, I mean, we've gotten some answers right now. Don't get me wrong, but, um, I mean, I have no doubt that they will succeed. Why should I have any reason to doubt they will succeed? But um, I would like to begin seeing the big questions now start to get answered.
1: Agreed. I, I feel
0: like I need another scene with Q and Picard where Q is like, you know, I need another encounter with Q and Picard where Q is just being his sinister self and like, I just I need to, I feel like we're at a good point we have another confrontation between the two of them.
1: I agree. I where, agree.
0: Where Q has some sort of like where has something to say about what he's doing right now. Totally. And being all, you know, kind of ambiguous to him, you know, like Jean-Luc, you're not you're not getting at the heart of the problem, Jean-Luc, or something like that.
1: Right. Just because we're not you know, this is a it's not a test. It's a right. I forget what he said. But you know, there was that whole initial idea. You you're not learning the one lesson that you should, or changing in all the ways except the one right. that you need to. And we right. still we've gotten much more on that.
0: It's it's very much like say the episode that I, you know, that this reminds me of on Next Gen Tapestry, which goes back to when Picard was a cadet, gets stabbed in the heart. I mean Q tells him he's very ambiguous about what Picard has to do, but he keeps reappearing in the episode as somebody else who just sort of like keeps dropping these minor hints to him, right I, I, I wish we were getting some of that this season, but Q right now is very detached from everything. it feels like Yes, so he's not, yeah yeah, he's
1: not in there. He, he, it was neat that he showed up as the therapist. Yeah. but yeah, you want to see some more of that taunting.
0: Right, but maybe he or can't, least, because we don't know what's up with the, what's up with him right now, so.
1: Right. But at least if, he, if he's supposed to get Picard to change in a way that, right, then he's yeah. got to talk to him about it. Right. And get him to change, I guess? I don't know.
0: Right, that's when, well, that's kind of back when Q had the upper hand. Right now, does he, it's, it's almost like in a way he's losing the upper hand, because he can't, things seem to be a little bit beyond his control at this point, but I don't know. Do you have any um so yeah you as much as said it already that you hope that next week is not a huge sort of spending all this time with Picard's mom um I just hope that we get a substantial um information dump and we're sort of on to the next I I want next this next episode to be I want to learn a lot in the next episode I want I want to make some good progress on the storyline next week
1: I think it's all but guaranteed that it's going to be a lot of exploring the corridors of Picard's mind in his childhood. Right. So I think Mm -hmm. he'll be unconscious for the whole episode until the very end. I
0: actually think he will, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I hate to agree with you on that,
0: but I think he will, too. So the last thing I wanted to mention. It's been so this weekend this past weekend was um, Star Trek Mission Chicago big convention in Chicago and they finally unveiled a brief teaser trailer for season three of lower decks
1: yes so that will look great
0: I gotta say I'm we didn't really see much but they they seem to be embracing the Star Trek 3 the search for Spock angle you know the search for uh, the search for Freeman and then stealing the Cerritos to go find her Mm-hmm. so I'm very much looking forward to that and I also, but I also like that approach because I think as you and I were saying last season while we were enjoying it we thought how much more can you do with the lower decks premise right and just keep going back to the lower deck deckers and like doing more lower deck stuff where do right. we kind of take them especially since Boimler got a taste of the higher ranks and yes. I like that we seem to be It seems to me anyway getting away from that and then just doing something on their own i can definitely see you know if this is if if lower decks is now going to go into the season-long story arc area and spend the whole season looking for captain freeman or not maybe just a few episodes i could definitely see it ending very much like star trek 4 ended with them on trial and then having you know in the same like you know um place and oh, having yeah, like you know um because you know they'll do something heroic and then all these charges will be dropped and then i can just see them going the same doing the same yeah. thing yeah
1: and i can even see them being uh, you know awaiting their trial and saying like yes. oh we're so much trouble we're gonna get so much trouble and then uh mariner would say no way here's all the times people have gotten off because what yes they did and then heroic. she will
0: sort of laundry list yeah yeah totally <laughs> yep um Yeah, and I I would be totally fine with that. I would love to see. I would love to see something like that.
1: Yeah, and you might even say something like, "Starfleet, you can break any rule as long as you do something heroic after."
0: Don't you? Right? Don't you love that we can that we like the show so much? We can sort of like see where they (laughs) they could potentially take it. Yeah, but it's still enjoyable nonetheless. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um. So I'm really looking forward to that. I mean, that's obviously not gonna. I, I believe that's not premiering until after season one of Strange New Worlds, which is probably the uh normal time that midsummer midsummer time for the show to right Um, so you've got uh certainly yeah
1: yeah we got plenty of trick between now and then
0: right all i i did finish watching the motion picture director's edition 4k over the weekend oh yes um i'm very impressed with it i'm very very impressed by, by it um it's a great film it's just, it's a great film.
1: Nice. Yes. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. In a, but, a, but, it's,
0: but it's always nice to kind of, you know, revisit that track and then have it end on that positive note with the whole, the human adventure is just beginning, you know, and just sort of remind you of those, those times of Trek. So I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was great. I'm definitely going to pick up the Blu-ray when it comes out in the fall. So. Nice. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. But, and as you know with me, the countdown for Strange New Worlds continues. We, I believe, are now three weeks away? Four weeks away? Three weeks, I think. I think it's three weeks from this Thursday. It's exciting. Yeah. So, um, we did learn really quickly. So, Strange New Worlds is giving... Spock his first name what yeah so Spock does have a first name okay um but he has always said that it's not pronounceable by humans okay. I don't have it I don't have it in front of me but uh, so they're establishing what the first name is going to be
1: when, okay
0: I mean, whatever I mean is, is it going to be is it going to be uh-huh. said often I, I don't know I, I really why do they have I to really do it
1: why yeah. do they have to do these things? It really drives me crazy. Why? I don't know. It's just why? Why do it? It's so unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. It just reminds me of when Palpatine got a first name. You remember Palpatine? You hear this recently? Got a first name? No. Yeah. So Palpatine got a first name. Okay. Why? I don't know. They don't need to give him a first name He never needed a first name You could do the whole thing without him having a first name But they gave him a first name and it was dumb I view it no
0: differently than giving number one her name His first name is Sheev Palpatine
1: hmm. I mean whatever It's just I don't know I just see it as one of these things I uh, uh, I could just see. I just hope they don't Are they publicizing this as like a thing? They They said it
0: I forget where they said it but, like, what's not clear is just how, I mean, they're saying that that's what it is. But, I mean, is how, how much is it going to factor into the show? I have no idea. Um,
1: he may just like, say it.
0: Movie, he may just say it, and that's it.
1: But they put out a press release about his first name.
0: It, was on, it wasn't like a pre, It was on, like, some, some artwork, I think, or something like that um, that I saw.
1: But it's like, okay. I
0: really, like, here's the thing.
1: It means nothing to me.
0: It means nothing to me at the same time, because here's the thing. We didn't, believe it or not, in the original series, we did not know Sulu or Uhura's first name. They were not spoken. Sulu's name was not spoken until Star Trek VI, the last TOS movie, by the way. Uhura's first name was not spoken until the J.J. Abrams Trek film.
1: Because it didn't, it didn't have to.
0: But did you have any issue with them with learning it then?
1: No, but also, I felt like I learned it in the course of the movie. I didn't learn it before the movie came out through like announcing it in this way. That's what bugs me. So, it's not that. So,
0: what you're saying is like, you don't care that they reveal this first name. You, it's, it's how they're doing it, is what
1: you're saying. Yeah, they act like it's, it's, if they right. act like it's anything more than just a matter of course of having a character, if right. they make any amount of a, of a buzz about it, then right. I that's ridiculous. That's all. Maybe I'm just being a curmudgeon y.
0: You, you come, you're coming off as a little curmudgeon I'm not gonna lie. You're you're a little commadgeny.
1: You know what I mean? Though, like, oh, we, we gave a oh, big deal. Oh, we finally know Spock's first name. <laughs> We're gonna tweet it out. It wasn't. It, like, it was. It pondered. was not a.
0: Um. It was not a question I pondered. And
1: yeah, okay, we don't. Okay, great.
0: But I, I, I at the same time, I don't really have an issue with it. So
1: yeah, like never once did I even think about it. I never even thought that way. I didn't know his first name because his name's Spock. I don't need to. Know I, his I first
0: just, name. I would, I again, I just question how relevant is this to the stories they tell, is all. Yeah. Like, are you just yeah. saying it to say it, or does this factor into the show in some way, in some important way? I have no, I mean, I have no clue. So.
1: Y- yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully not.
0: Yeah. But I mean to me that's a minor thing. That's a minor thing. There's, I don't any criticisms I may have for the show are extremely, extremely minor at this point. So
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And obviously like announcing it in any way ahead of time, that's the show. It doesn't have anything to do with the show. That's the
0: No, I I but I think it feeds into what you said about how like the marketing the marketing for these shows are very confusing. The things they choose to
1: Yes, like, yeah. With Kirk. They've already and, know, you know, what's happening in season three. Same right. with, uh I mean, season two for Strange New World, season yeah, three yeah. for Picard.
0: Right. No, I, I, I agree, agree with you on that, yeah.
1: But that also just um gives fodder to the people who say, like, oh, it's terrible and everyone hates it. Because, uh, look, they already have to tell you that the whole crew's coming back in season three, so don't worry about how bad season two is. Like, that's the narrative that's going on. Right, exactly. Um, so... They shoot themselves in the foot constantly The trek uh, the people behind the scenes of Trek. Right.
0: Eh. No big deal to me.
1: That's, yeah, that's not a big deal. Wait and see the show. Yeah. It would be good for them if they didn't shoot themselves in the foot. Phaser themselves in the foot. <laughs>
0: yeah. Alrighty. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you listening. And as always, you can. Follow us on Instagram at InStarTrekWeTrustPodcast and on Twitter at Star Trek we Trust, And we're going to talk to you all next week to talk about the next episode of Picard. What is it called?
1: The next episode of Picard is The one that's
0: going to be about Picard's mom.
1: Is, um well, you know, I mean, it truly is the next episode. You know, no one can really deny that. I know some people might want to try to deny it. But it is definitely the next episode and it is definitely called monsters. Oh God
0: so maybe yeah <laughs> be' right
1: yeah no we're, di- we're going deep into the past. Yeah. we're gonna look at his mom being taken away and sent to a mental institution or something uh, and the trauma you know what I'm just gonna maybe say we just well, next week
0: off maybe we can just skip the whole thing no 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 we can't yeah. do that I'm no, kidding no, no, that. So, so something before I go. When I said next, I don't know why this popped into my head, but when I said, what's the name of next week's episode, Mm -hmm. I thought to myself, you know, I wish, I wish they had gone retro with this show and made the promos like the old next gen ones It'd be like next time on Star Trek Picard get, I, yeah. Ernie oh, Anderson, I wish they had, I just for some reason I don't
1: know that would why have been that, so fun I don't know
0: why me. if that pop, I don't know why that popped into my head but I just well, wish you they know what you could do it you do the voice very well Ernie Anderson the voice of ABC that's who he was yeah yeah.
1: you could totally do it they next did week. those Star Trek Picard. they did
0: those four, those were the syndication promos for the first three seasons and a little bit into season four but yeah. yeah, they used him for a long for quite. I a long time.
1: think once the trailers come out, if you cut it, I with could that do that. Over it, I, could I think it they would take off. I think they would take off. <laughs> well, you put some of that VHS grain. That like, would so yeah. Actually, um, put it down for me.
0: You just gave me a personal because. Did, you, did i show you the other one i just so when i took the uh this is totally i'm sorry buddy. this is totally irrelevant i took the 2018 halloween film and made it look like it was premiering on the abc sunday night movie like in oh, 1981. Yes, good, good, i could yeah. totally do something like that the same thing yeah picard right because it had like you know had the next gen music playing in the background those really cheesy transitions and the like typical uh like you know over the top voice you know lines that were being said Yep. yeah
1: that would be great it'd be great is there a teaser for next week yet it's just what
0: the hell is it I, I there's one that sticks out it was from the episode where no one has gone before like the third it's an early episode of the um of next gen and the trailer he says um it's a spellbinding trip where none have gone before like he's just wow. very he's just very like he's not even dramatic he's just very
1: announcery
0: about it yeah you know? like, it sounds he's like he's even...
1: improvising that too yes he couldn't quite remember. He's like, "Where none have gone before." Like, he's
0: not even like. It's a spellbinding journey where none have where none have gone before. Yeah. It's just, it's very like upbeat and just very. It's a. And who says the word spellbinding? Like, yeah, no. it's such a <laughs> spellbinding. It's a spellbinding. It's that's what it was. It's a spellbinding journey where none have gone before. On the next exciting episode, <laughs> he would always say, "On the next exciting episode." Yes, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I, I should. Now, there's too many episodes to do that for, but I should at least try one and see if I can see if I can.
1: Nah. Yeah. All right. Here's the write up for monsters. Okay. Oh boy. You ready? I don't know. I mean, you can say on the next uh, thrilling episode of Star Trek on the Picard. Next, ex- next time. Talon ventures inside Picard's subconscious mind to help wake him from a coma and face both his darkest secrets and deepest fears. <laughs> Seven and Rafi go in search of Jarati, whom they fear has succumbed to the monster in Wait, can you
0: hold on? Where are you finding? Where are you finding that?
1: Uh, Viacom CBS Express.
0: Can you dot, hold on? DM that to me really quick, because I want to see if I can do something impromptu.
1: Yeah. Because like, a, it's the Viacom CBS Press Express.
0: The Viacom CBS Press. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Put it in our uh, Discord DM. Okay, let me see. I just... I want to see... Because he wouldn't read the full premise, but I want to see... How did you find this site?
1: I don't know. Um... He's just all the press releases for Paramount.
0: Next time on Star Trek Picard. Um... It's a journey into Picard's subconscious, to w- to, to wake him from a coma where he faces his darkest secrets. Like yeah, so I, I could do something like that. Yeah, I, I can't can it, I can't yeah. do it off the top of my head, but I I, I could definitely see how Ernie Anderson would uh Ooh, would read look at the a last promo last like last that.
1: Last. Rio struggles to hide the truth of who he really is from Teresa,
0: and Rio struggles to hide the truth of who he really is.
1: But that's cool. Like, that shows that our is gonna be
0: He would mention. He would say, "Next time on." He would mention two plot points, and then yeah. end it with some sort sure. of like tagline, like it's a spellbinding journey on the next. You know, that's yeah. that's that's how they that's how they templateize. I could totally do something like that. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: But um. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. I think we should do it. Yeah. all right that'll do it if everybody for us thinks, everybody
0: thinks if everybody thinks i should do that i want you to retweet tweet i want you to to tweet to us or something like that i don't know if i know i have no post that you can retweet but i want you to yeah yeah
1: tweet at us. tweet at us them. and say
0: you want me to do that and i gladly will do that that'll be a fun project a fun project i'm always looking for more video for a different video editing projects i can do at home so cool Well, again, everybody, thank you. Sorry for the extra time. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace out.